I'm Trent Alexander-Arnold. I'm Curtis Jones. I am Cody Gagbo. Putting on the Liverpool top for the first time, it was a dream come true and I'll never forget that moment. The new LFC 24-25 season Nike Home Kit is out now. Buy it today, along with our new goalkeeper kit and training range at your official LFC stores. Online at liverpoolfc.com forward slash store and on the official LFC store app. You will never walk alone. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, good evening and welcome to the Man on Football Show for this Monday night. I've realised I've scheduled this for right in the middle of Everton versus Arsenal, but I've had good crack watching it. Um, Everton thought he'd scored and then he didn't. And Arsenal have gone up the other end and made it 1-0 through Martin Odegaard. Um, tonight's show we're going to do about 40 minutes. Just me on my own. Me and you in the chat. Um, Gary Mack. Um, or Garmack, sorry. Not Gary Mack. Not the one that used to play with the Reds. Uh, but he has... Um, Best intro tune, yeah, um, there's some more of them on the way um, for this channel and others, uh, just to let you know. So what I want to talk about tonight is, um, anybody in, first of all, hit the like button. Uh, it's going to help us a hell of a lot if you hit the like button if you're watching on YouTube. If you're listening uh, to the audio download that comes out later, please go into your podcast apps, hit review, give us a five-star review. It helps us get the word out there as well because this is a channel for all football fans um, from all over the world so if you want to get involved um do so tell your friends all that sort of stuff and as i said if you're listening on a on a podcast app hit the review button give us a five-star review tell people it's great and it helps us get it out there um so tonight i want to talk about number 10s now you can take that wherever way you like you can be you could have the number 10 on the back of his jersey william gallas playing for arsenal i think had number 10 on his jersey or the positional on number 10 i.e a kaka or somebody like that i want your best 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 number um 10s i also want to know about your weirdest um sending offs um so you can let me know about that as well plus anything else that's gone on the world of football or has gone on before in yesteryear and you would like to mention it i did see a brilliant one over the weekend i think it was from paraguay um it was the final game of the season between the top two teams in paraguay i want to say paraguay um basically this team are tuning up going into injury time they um they only need they need a win to win the league they're tuning up injury time five six minutes of injury time to go they've two players sent off two players sent off and the opposition score in the 94th and 97th minute 
to secure the draw and give them the title. There's absolute bedlam. The referee is literally behind the riot squad as he's trying to be taken off the pitch. It was unbelievable. Um, Bonkers wants to talk about Puskas. Um, yeah, listen, my knowledge on Puskas is limited from all videos I've seen, but he was unbelievable. Um, an unbelievable footballer um, Puskas anyone that doesn't know him go and check it out he is brilliant absolutely and utterly brilliant um, what other shouts have we got um, Kieran B loved Zidane and Ronaldinho but it has to be Messi now Messi is for me the best player that's ever played the game you know you put Maradona in there as well but Messi is just unbelievable Ronaldinho we spoke about Zidane on this channel going back um, last week or a week before and like so so good Zinedine Zidane everything about him but Ronaldinho you would watch all day long all day long Um, the skill of him the passes the goals just he just had loads of fun playing football it's as simple as that that's what Ronaldinho done he had fun playing football I remember one and you see it an awful lot on on the likes of social media and it's always on all his compilations he hits a pass against Celta Vigo to Samuel Etio. I don't think he scores Etio, but he hits a pass from about 10 yards in from the left touchline and he hits a fizz along the ground to more or less the six yard box on the right hand side of the pitch. And Etio slides in, gets a shot in. I think the keeper saves it, but it's absolutely unbelievable. Um, Veranda Cheese, um, he, he just wants an end, an end to the show basically. Uh, and he says, there's only one number 10 worth mentioning and it's Mar Maradona. End of show. Over. Um, I don't think I can end it this quick. Um, Veranda cheers, but um, Maradona was just ridiculous. You watch any of the... There's a new... Isn't there a new... There's a new documentary out on him. I think it's on... Is it Netflix or Amazon Prime? And um, I haven't got around to it. Uh, but um, yeah, what a fucking player. Look, I'm... You can put Maradona and Messi up there and you go, you know what, Pele. What do people think of Pele, by the way? Let me know what you think of Pele because I think he's... It, the fact he's claimed goals he's scored in training and stuff in, in his career is a bit mad. Um, Kev O'Sullivan has one for the older generation here. He says Hoddle gets so overlooked in these kind of lists. Hoddle was a brilliant player. Hoddle was a brilliant... What a footballer Glenn Hoddle was. But most of the generation, probably from the late 80s, we remember Glenn Hoddle in more of a midfield role, and then you see him. I think he's at Swindon. He plays like a as a, a centre back or just in front of or a holding midfielder. He goes on to Chelsea and does the same. Um, but Hoddle was a was a was a brilliant footballer. Uh, Laura Duffy backing us up here with Ronaldinho, um, an entertainer, absolutely brilliant. Some of the stuff he done, like the fella. I think it's only him, and I don't even, I don't know if Messi does, but he gets clapped off the, at the Bernabeu, like. Ronaldinho, he's like he's just unbelievable. Play with a smile on his face, just done mad stuff for a football. Um, Messi was just so so good, but Ronaldinho, the stuff he done with a football was just absolutely unbelievable. Um, Veranda Cheese says Pele was just an athlete. Uh, Laura Duffy has Totti wasn't the all time best, but he was so good for so long. Yeah, Totti was a brilliant player, and I don't, I, do you know, I don't know if Totti got the recognition. He deserved until probably his career was coming to the end. You know, I think when he was when he was in his prime, I don't think people spoke about him enough. But he was a brilliant player. You know, an absolutely brilliant player. And he probably doesn't win enough at Roma. 
and that's probably hinders him in in the conversation. But to watch him play, like even even at forty, the intelligence he had, the passing range he had, um, he got goals, assists, he, he done everything. Um, yeah, Totti was absolutely absolutely brilliant. If you have um, if you have any mad red cards you can remember, let me know. Um. Bonkers says, and we were talking about this the other week as well. Ronaldinho's goal against Seaman, the 2002 World Cup, and that's that's the um, that's the comeback of Ronaldo, isn't it? And people say, does he does he mean it? Does he not? Um, I don't know if he does. I don't know if he does. But Ronaldinho from from there on in just lights up the world of football for me. Um, he's probably one, he's probably in the top four or five players. I'd, I'd no, I hate saying pay to watch because you you know you have to pay in some way to watch most footballers, but I gladly go and watch him. Um, like every day of the week, he's that good. And Tom Bowling, man after my own heart. John Barnes, one of the greatest. John Barnes was, I've done this loads of times. John Barnes was out of his world, um, absolutely and utterly out of his world, and he was kicked from pillar to post, um, in the mid to late eighties in England, and into the nineties. And put it this way, if you put him on a pitch. Now, with the talent he had, he'd be, oh, Jesus, like, there's, there's no end to what John Barnes could do. Um, let me see, Mohamed Jogi uh, must, must have got a text off, or and the cheese, because he said, Maradona, full stop, come on, Gav, now move on to the number 11. Okay, that's Mo, so number 12 now, um, obviously, uh, he's gone on about Mo Salah. Um, there's 19 or 20 people watching, if you can hit the like, absolutely go and do it. Um, Veranda Cheese reckons Platini was amazing. Question though, um, Platini or Zidane? What would you do, Platini or Zidane? Um, Baggio got a mention. Seen a compilation of Baggio earlier. Good player, very good player. But then I was thinking to myself, Baggio, do I remember him for Juventus? He was at Inter. He was at AC Milan. Um, he does a stint at Brescia. You know, um, good wherever he, wherever he played. And I think he comes into the Italian side from World Cup 1990. Misses the penalty in 94, of course. But um, Baggio was good. And then you, if you look at Juventus, you had Del Piero. Um, who was a number ten, um, more of a forward player, but a really good player, Del Piero. Um, and kind of, I think he got a bit better with age. I think he did. Um, but let me know, uh, Zidane or Platini. Let's see who what we um, let's see what we go with. Any mad red cards? Have you any mad red cards? I was thinking of that one um up in Scotland last week where the fella goes over to Harding, um, if support or pushes him. And he makes a move towards the supporter and then walks away and he gets a red card for it. We've seen some crazy ones. Someone mentioned here the other week as well. Um, it wasn't a Arsenal-Chelsea at Stamford Bridge and Oxlade-Chamberlain handles it on the line and they send off Kieran Gibbs, I think. Um, so check check out, um, check that out if you haven't seen that. But any mad red cards. And listen, anything in the world of football. Anything at all in the world of football that you want to mention between now and say quarter not quarter ten, and um, you can absolutely <clears throat> you can absolutely let us know. Laura Duffy said it's unfortunate that Baggio was remembered for the penalty miss. He is because um, you know we absolutely balloons it, and and it's one of those um, the Everton game is one one between them and Arsenal. Uh, Richarlison, um, Richarlison. Uh, oh, Dennis Bergkamp. Yeah, Dennis Bergkamp was quality. Dennis Bergkamp was quality. But um, we always think of that goal away in Newcastle as a dabby zassy turns up at St. James's Park and takes it with his left foot, pirouettes, the ball goes around that dabby zassy, takes it with his right foot and puts it in. But um, 
yeah, Bear Campbell's quality, absolutely quality. And if you watch even watch his compilations on YouTube, you'll see from his Ajax days the touch and the finishes, the finesse, everything about him. Um, it was absolutely, yeah, it's Bear Campbell's, Bear Campbell's quality and fairness. You have to say it. Um, Wonky Donkey says, could be wrong, but I think the Maradona doc is actually a movie, Gav. If it's anything like the Roberto Baggio one, I'll give it a miss. I've just, do you know what? It's come up on me, um, Amazon Fire Stick. And it keeps popping up, Maradona. I thought it was another documentary. There was one out going back maybe a year or two ago, which was really good. Um, but if it's a movie, yeah, I'm kind of with you. I'll be a little bit worried. Um, me and the wonky donkey will be a bit worried on that. Um, Gary, or Garmack, I keep calling you Gary Mack, but Garmack says Bear Campbell's obscenely gifted. He was. Um, he was. Uh, the Everton goal is being chalked off by the looks of it. Um, offside. That's a second goal for Charleston in that game. That's being knocked for offside, so um, that's the crack, isn't it? Um, let me see. Kieran B says, and this has come up a bit, and I kind of left this alone. Um, if, if if this is what I'm thinking of, the English ref in the World Cup giving a million yellow cards to some player but no red, was that Graham Paul? Wasn't that Graham Paul in the 2000? I want to say 2010 World Cup, and he gives. Does he give? I think he gives two yellow cards to. A, I might be in Croatian. I have Croatia in my head, but I'm sure somebody will, or somebody will, um, will f- fix me up on that. But yeah, like that was fucking madness, absolutely madness. Um, Mohammed Jogi says the movie is horrendous. Um, it's the actors playing um Maradona. Yeah, I won't be watching that. I won't be watching that. Oh yeah, this is a good one from Pauli Walnuts. Enzo Shifo, Enzo Shifo, great player. Haji, Haji was really good. Haji, really, really, really good. Um, Kieran B's favourite non-Liverpool player um, um, in Premier League history was Dennis Bergkamp. I'm surprised you haven't gone with Thierry Henry there if you're, if you're going the Arsenal route, but Bergkamp was absolutely and utterly brilliant. Um, have we seen anything over the weekend? Have we seen anything or anything from the past that you can remember on the pitch that was just crazy and, you know, made you kind of wonder what is going on in the world when you see what's going on in the pitch um Mohamed Jogi confirms yeah it was Croatia in 2006 um the reclaimer says he thinks two English refs have done it I remember Graham Paul I don't remember another I do remember wasn't that was to 2000 and sorry 2006 I said 2010 didn't I um do you remember the Germany versus England I want to say 2010 it might have been a second round game at the World Cup and Lampard hits one off the bar it's about three feet over the line and it's not given and Germany go on to beat England 4-1 I remember that that was um, that was mental I remember watching that and that was just like how have you not seen this it's so far behind the line it's untrue great show from uh, Veranda Cheers he says Haristo Stoichkov um, so does he does he qualify as a number 10 um, I don't think he wears 10 on his... Does he wear 10 for Bulgaria? He wore 8. I think he wore 8 for Bulgaria. He might have done the same for Barcelona. And I thought he played off the right or left for Barca. But what a player. What a player. If we want to just do great players. um, Yeah, let, let's go and do great players. Because I'll, I'll happily have Risto Stoichkov in there. I really would. He was... Uh, what a left foot. I remember watching Barca... Man United I think Barca do them 4-0 at the Nou Camp Romario's playing that night Stoichkov is playing and they're just unbelievable Stoichkov absolutely hits a brilliant left foot hit, like so pure bottom corner um, Kieran B wants to mention Eric Cantona um, 
played number seven, but he was the number ten, right? Cool, mad as a brush. More of a forward for Leeds. I can see the kind of ten comparison at Manchester United. He did drop that a little bit deeper. He's only a Man United for five years, I think. Um, and when he arrives at Man United, he's an out-and-out striker because he scores a lot of a lot of goals up front. But I do get it as as the years progress, he's a kind of fella that drops off and looks for a striker. But um, Cantona was a really really good player, really technically good. Um, didn't have much walk rate, bit of a head, bit of a head case. Scored a lot, fair few goals for Manchester United, but I think he's ranked way too high in Manchester United's history. Um, for the fact he was he retires, he leaves in ninety seven, and I, I know Leeds win the league in ninety two. I think he only goes to United in probably early ninety three, and he leaves at the end of the ninety six ninety seven season. I think. Um, I think he's way way too high in their history for all the players they've had. Um, and then he's up there alongside them. But look, any Man United fans want to tell me different, go ahead because I just think for that five years, fair enough. But United would have won them a lot of stuff without him, I think. He, they were that good and that far ahead of most teams. Um, Bonkers is throwing in at Iniesta, Barcelona, not a number 10, but I get you. Um, again, brilliant, brilliant footballer. Anders, Inie- Anders Iniesta. Um, I'm Trent Alexander-Arnold. I'm Curtis Jones. I am Cody Gagbo. Putting on the Liverpool top for the first time, it was a dream come true and I'll never forget that moment. The new LFC 24-25 season Nike Home Kit is out now. Buy it today along with our new goalkeeper kit and training range at your official LFC stores. Online at liverpoolfc.com forward slash store and on the official LFC store app. You will never walk alone. just couldn't get the ball off him like you see assists from him you see good passes nice movement but watch how he holds the ball and even when he was playing with Spain he used to drift out left and he do for Barcelona a lot but he'd drift out left for Spain he'd have the ball there'd be three fellas around just holding it off easy and just looking going where am I passing this now and then he'd just pass it and he was just so so good in Iniesta so so good Um, who, who else have we got uh, oh, this was yeah. We we mentioned this before, but this was mad. Um, Eden Hazard getting sent off for kicking a ball boy when Chelsea played Swansea. Yeah, that's at the is it the Liberty Stadium Swansea player, and the ball goes behind. The ball boy picks the ball up. Hazard comes over, tries to grab the ball boy, tries to grab the ball. Ball boy hits the ground with the ball still in his hands, and he just boots him in the ribs or the back. It was just um, it was just unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. Um, the reclaimer says, Gab, do you send out reminders for this? Um, it goes out on our on our Twitter page that day um, to tell you what time it's on. But it's always 9 o'clock on the Monday, 10 o'clock on the Thursday. But yeah, we do send out reminders. But if, you're, if you've subscribed and you hit the bell icon beside the subscribe button, um, as soon as we go live, you will be reminded of that. So. And don't forget, tell your mates, because it's, it's all about football from all over the world. So we're welcoming fans from everywhere. I know me and the other lads do stuff for the LFC day trippers and stuff like that, but it's about bringing in fans from all over the world and, and different teams, you know, different nations, wherever they watch different football from all over the world and getting their opinions and bringing stuff to us that we might not know about. That's that's a huge, huge thing. Um, so there you go, the Reclaimer. Figo um, from the Reclaimer, I'll, I'll let you have that one as well. Figo was deadly. Figo was brilliant. And of course, he makes that move from Barca to Real Madrid and... They're throwing pig's heads and all on him, and he didn't care. He was just absolutely brilliant. Declan Mack has a show here for um, Pablo Weimar. Brilliant at Valencia. Yeah, he was a quality player as well. Um, he was really good. And do you know what? Around that time of Weimar and stuff like that, 
and going back to is it the late nineties with Valencia before Benitez comes along, but they had some cracking players. And um, we we're only talking to Shawnee the other day about it. Um, the midfielders and stuff. And Fernando Cheese might have been involved in that chat we were having. Um, yeah, they were they were a brilliant, brilliant side. Um, Valencia did so many quality players. I'm trying to think of the guy in the middle of the park for them, and he was everywhere. He was a brilliant, brilliant player. Adam Noon says the number ten position is dying. I absolutely agree with you. Unless a team comes out and plays a four-two-three-one now, um, it is dying. You know, no one's playing a diamond anymore where you have a 10. No, no, you know, 4 2 3 1, you get one man in behind the front man. That's a number 10. I suppose if you look at Arsenal, Emil Smith Rowe feels like a number 10 to me. Grealish feels like a number 10, but looks to play off the left. Um, and, and there's a few around, but I agree with you. I think I think it might be it might be dying. Um, just because of the way teams are playing, the way they like to press, the way they like to cover space. Um, but there's nothing better than watching number 10 playing flow like Kaka. Was brilliant. Raquel me. Now Raquel me was was brilliant. Um, Kev told me on the show last night he wasn't more class. I disagree. I think Raquel me was absolutely, absolutely brilliant. Um, Mendieta, um, says Veranda Chase, <clears throat> another great player. But there was a guy in the middle of the park for Valencia, and I can't think of his name. Come on, help me out. Um, he was such a good player. Centre midfielder, Baraja, Baraja. There you go. That's the player. And he was the business. Absolutely business. Um, so, um, Midnight Toker um, is the reclaimer. I'm getting mixed up with all the names because everyone keeps playing um, or changing their names on me and I, I can't keep up. Boban was class. Boban was so good. So good. David Lennon would have shout there for Boban. That he really was... Um, he was brilliant. He was, oh yeah, he was quality. If you go back to that team um, of Milan, go and watch 90, 93 to probably 95 Milan and they were unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. Um, they had everything and they had Marco Van Basten who was just out of this world Marco, um, Marco Van Basten was. Um, Kev O'Sullivan struck, struck back struck back I'll have to go and listen to the audio but he says I didn't say he was, wasn't world class just not in the same car- category as the likes of Ronaldinho <clears throat> it's hard to be in the category of Ronaldinho but I really like Raquel May because um, it, it was all about vision for him you see number 10s and some of them are strong quick you know they break lines as people like to say but he was just on the ball and finding spots and intricate passes that's what I liked about Rakami that's what number 10 is to me um, you know it's it's more just that, that intricate pass and just finding spots little hovering in areas and, and making killer passes and I suppose um, that's that's just the way it is for me but other people have different imper- interpretations of the number 10 Jordi T Roberto Baggio easily top 5 for me without injuries he was he was brilliant um, Van Basten was annoying to Fernando Cheese. he was he was but I just mentioned him because um, anyone listening go and check out Milan 93, 94, 95 they were just ridiculous they were absolutely ridiculous Kieran B says was Yari Lippmann in a 10 yeah Yari Lippmann was a 10 um, really good player as well he was um he was he was a proper player, Yari Lippmann. He really was for years and years. He, he played up on. I think he played till he was about forty. Um, he might have went back. He might have went back to Finland, and played. But he was he was um, he was unbelievable. Jordy T. Loudrop, um, 
Michael Laudrup, I'm presuming you thought arguably should have won a Ballon d'Or. Michael Laudrup was brilliant. His brother wasn't bad either. Brian Laudrup, in fairness. Have we no mad red cards? Has anyone not got any decent red cards? Or anything that's gone on in the world of football you want to talk about? Um, whether it's the Premier League or in Spain, Italy, anything happened, let me know and we'll have a chat about it. Um, Kempes? Kempes? I'm not too sure on that one. I'm not too sure on that one. Um Kev O'Sullivan, I think, talking about... Um, he could be talking about Raquelme. He could be talking about Limpton in here. Had no pace, but a great brain and special awareness. So, um, which one is he talking about? He could be talking about both. Um, <laughs> who was the bloke with the afro um, from Colombia? Um, and when you asked that question, I had the name in my head and it's gone. But... Um, Oh, that'll kill me. Someone will tell me now. Someone will tell me now who it was. What's his bleeding name? What's his name? The Colombian fella, big head of hair. Oh, it'll come back to me in a minute. It'll come back to me in a minute. Someone will tell me. Um, Boban also kicked the policeman in the face during an on-field riot. I vaguely remember that. I actually vaguely, vaguely remember that. Um, Laura Duffy, I do. Um, Laura Duffy got Laura Duffy didn't get a red card. Laura Duffy says Javier Mascherano got a red card when he was playing for Argentina against Ecuador. She thinks he kicked the driver of the mobile stretcher. Uh, Carlos Valderrama, there it is the man from Colombia with the big huge hair. Um, brilliant player as well. Do you know who I, I thought was brilliant? Robert Prozanecki. I thought Robert Prozanecki was quality as well. Um, Mascherano gets sent off for Old Trafford for Liverpool as well for just completely losing the plot in about two minutes. In about two minutes, um, Mascherano was mad. Absolutely mad he was. But um, just strange red cards. I was thinking about it because um, i seen a video the other day of the quickest red cards in the Premier League and players just coming on and losing the plot. Like going studs, st- studs up, foot off the ground, absolutely taking people out. Um Reclaimers delighted that we remembered Valderrama. Um, let me see. Let me see. Uh, Downtown Abbey says um, the red cards dished out in the Aston Villa versus Leeds fight a few years ago were pretty mad. Wasn't was this the one where Villa player goes down, Leeds continues to play and score, and they have to let them score. They have to let Villa score. And was that the one where that fight happened? Because there was a lot going on there. Paulie Wallace says, Lothar Mateus. Lothar Mateus was a player. Absolutely. What a player. Um, so, so good, Mateus. Um, I remember seeing him at the 90 World Cup and I was just like, this fella is just unreal. <coughs> Burying shots, 25 yards, fizzing them in the bottom corners and stuff like that. Um, Veranda Cheese is getting upset. Um, if you texted me now, he says, Gav... I've said Zico about 10 times, not a mention. He was amazing. I, I, I mentioned Zico earlier. I'm sorry. Zico was an amazing footballer. And you have to go, go back and find the VHSs um, that I've mentioned um, that are in my attic to go and see footage of Zico. But Zico was, yeah, Zico was deadly. Um, anything I've seen him um, was absolutely was absolutely brilliant. Um, Declan Maxis, Stephen Gerrard getting sent off straight after coming on a half time against United. Yeah, I only seen that footage. Yesterday, the day before, he comes on, he, he lashes into a challenge. The whole place goes mad. He then gets a nibble off um, oh, the guy that's with Paris Saint-Germain now. Herrera. 
and then just stamps on Herrera as he passes the ball away and like as the hands in the air as if to go, What what are you doing to Herrera? But um <laughs> it was a clear wreck, Carly. He just stamps on him. Um Dan Bailey reckons Vinnie Jones in today's game never makes more than ten um games a season. What, because of suspensions? Yeah, it was um it was yeah, he was he was mad as well. He was mad. He I think at one stage he's the quickest rec had he the quickest record for red or yellow. He literally, I think he might be playing for Leeds at the time, just smashes someone straight from the kickoff. Straight from the, the kickoff. Um, David Lennon says, Mihailovic sent off Champions League, sneaks back on from memory. I can't remember that. I cannot remember that. Um, gets sent off and sneaks back on. No, I can't. I genuinely can't remember that. So if anyone wants to back up uh, David Lennon with that one, and I... If it's true, I'll go and look at it. Um, Polly Walnut says, Can you remember a Bide Pele who fell and then fell off the radar? Yeah, I vaguely remember him. I vaguely remember a Bide Pele, but yeah, right. Like, he was probably a player that was probably 15, 16, and just had, you know, they've named him Pele. So, you know, he's going to have everybody watching them and, you know, expecting this. And, um, like, where's he going to go what's he going to do and there's so much pressure on players and especially in, in his day um, Abidi Pele where if you were getting pressure it was all on you because it's not like today where like loads and loads and loads of young players have pressure on them because of social media and how easy we can access football now usually when no, one name comes out around that time it's just all on him and it's sad to see when players do um, fall out um, that was the FA Cup against Liverpool Gav um I don't know what that is, Veranda Cheese. What was the FA Cup against Liverpool? Um, let me see. I'm, I might have missed something up here. Um, Avo de Tord says, uh, Avo de Tord says, yeah, we spoke about this earlier. The red in the Arsenal game and Ox got mistaken for someone else and someone else got the red. A bit vague now. It was, it was Chelsea, Arsenal, at Stamford Bridge and I think it's Kieran Gibbs. I think it's Kieran Gibbs. Um, do you remember, do you remember Marseille getting done? They win the Champions League and they're done for match fixing. Do you remember that? Um, going back 90, I think it's the fourth Champions League. 92, 93. Um, that was crazy. Like, you know, Marseille win it and Basil Bowley, I think, gets the winner in the final against Milan. And then there's all sorts of stuff about um, match fixing or something like that. It was absolutely, absolutely mad. Um Vinnie Jones' quickest yellow card was against Liverpool in the FA Cup. I don't, I can't remember being Liverpool. I, I remember, I think he played for Leeds, um, and I, I don't remember being Liverpool. He just storms on, he just storms into someone like straight in the kickoff, just absolutely mills them. Um, is this the? F- and here's one from Jordy T. It says, Gav, did you talk about the time Maradona had a war in the middle of a Copa del Rey final in front of the Spanish royal family? That's against, um, isn't that against Bill Bow? Um, isn't that the famous video? You see Bill Bow and he's like taking kicks and giving kicks and he goes down on the ground. He's kicking fellas on the ground and there's fellas coming in and guys in the face and everyone gets involved. There's people all over the place. Um, that was a crazy one. You can see, if that's the one I'm thinking of, yeah, it was absolutely mad. Kieran B only remembers Vinny at Wimbledon. Vinny, Vinny Jones was at um, Wimbledon, Leeds, Chelsea. Um, might be one or two more. Uh, 
or um, Leonatic. Leonatic. Um, let me see. Liverpool got Shrewsbury in the FA Cup. Any big, any big draws in the FA Cup? Any big uh, draws in the FA Cup? Let me know. Um, I seen Liverpool got got Shrewsbury, and I seen one or two other draws. Um, but I haven't I haven't seen much. So if you've any any big toys or any interest in one to come out of the FA Cup, let me know. Zidane red card. The final was mad. We spoke about that last week, the 2006 World Cup final. Insane. But as I, I said on the show, um, going back to that week before last, dead right. Dead right. Anyone else, just do it. You know, the sort of way. And especially if Matarazzi is saying what he's supposed to have said. Um, uh, yeah, go for it. Absolutely go for it. Um, let me see. The Wonky Donkey says, um, this is the 88 Cup final. Vinnie Jones nailed Steve McMahon straight after the kickoff of the cup, straight after kickoff in the FA Cup final of '88. I'm nearly sure he does nail Steve McMahon. Uh, Steve McMahon gets up; it's early in the game. He does nail him. You, your memory is your memory is bang on. I don't know if it's straight for the kickoff, but he absolutely does nail him. Um, Dan Bailey said Cantona Palace is the most outrageous thing I've ever seen. We've we've spoken about that as well. It is crazy. It is mad. But like Eric Dyer does it for sports. Like and he doesn't kick someone on the hard and he goes up into the, he, he goes up into the stand after the game like straight he, he goes about fifty rows up looking for a guy that that was having a go or having a go with his brother or something like that it was mad stuff um but like you think those days are gone but they're not like you know players just lose the plot every so often and and just go on a mad one you know what I mean um and a lot of the time it's probably down to racism you know I'm not saying Eric Doyle was racially abused or. Cantona was, but you see a lot now where players are have to be held back. You know, especially black players getting racially abused from the fans. Just going enough is enough, and they'll either, you know, do some sort of gesture towards the crowd or try to get at the crowd. And then the funny thing is, um, the funny thing is like that they're the ones that are at fault. You know, you see players and they're being banned or they're being fined and and stuff like that. Um, you know, it's it's. Like it's it's sad, like you know, as far as I'm concerned, if that sort of stuff's happening, just stop the game, clear the crowd out, and continue, you know. But there's not enough done about it, and you see it, you see it with regards to the fines that are handed out by UEFA and FIFA over, you know, 25 grand because there's a lot of racial abuse. And then, do you remember, um, Nicholas Bettner getting done for 50 grand for wearing Paddy Power fucking jocks in a Euros or a World Cup, you know, the sort of way. Um, ridiculous like um, I think Richardson has scored again so that would that's three goals he scored tonight two of them ruled out for offside but it looks like Richardson has scored to make a one-all between Everton and Arsenal there was another one up there that, that someone shouted out um, but I can't see it now um, anything else you want to talk about throw it in we've about five minutes left before I go and get ready for another show I'm doing on the other channel but um, this week on Man on Football Show, as I said, spread it around. It's about it's about football from everyone. So please, like, if you're watching this, just tell your mates. Go listen here. There's the YouTube link for that channel. Check it out. They're on Monday and Thursday, and we want more and more people coming in from different different clubs and stuff like that, different countries, and having the crackers and and, and bringing um opinion and and good memories as well. I suppose that we can all have a chat about. This week on Thursday, Keith's putting an awful lot of work into this. So it's me, Keith and Shawnee on Thursday night, 10 o'clock. It's going to be about, um, last week was about the rise and fall with Leeds and that was just a mad story. This is another one though. This is um, Barcelona and the collapse of Barcelona over the last 
three, four years financially. Um, ever since, I suppose, uh, Neymar buys out his own contract and stuff like that. Um, but we're going to be talking about the collapse of Barcelona on Thursday night at 10 o'clock. So there'll be loads, loads, loads to talk about there. And Keith's done a load and load and load of um, research on that. So go and um, go and check that out on Thursday night. Anyone heard Spurs have been smashed with COVID? Ask Dan. I haven't seen anything about COVID with regards to Spurs. So um, I'll have to go and check that out. Polly Walnut says Fowler and Seaman um, was mad at the time. Never seen anything like that before. Anyone that doesn't know, um, I'm trying to think of the year, 97, 96 maybe, um, it's 96, 97 I think, because of the jersey they're wearing, anyway, Arsenal against Liverpool at Highbury, Fowler slipped in, down through the middle, left hand side of the box, actually, and pushes a pass, Seaman, Seaman slides out, Fowler goes over Seaman, hits the ground, gets up, penalty given, gets up, tells the ref no it wasn't a penalty I, I I jumped over him it wasn't a penalty he says sorry to David Seaman Fowler has to take the penalty goes to Seaman's left Seaman saves it comes out Jason McIntyre scores the, the rebound Liverpool win the game um, and it was just one of those yeah it was absolutely mental um, Veranda Cheese I knew I could depend on him for something but like uh, tonight here we go there was a match in South America where a dog ran on the pitch and a player picked him up and threw it over a fence and the crowd went mental, and he got sent off. Fucking hell! Just um, just flinging dogs over fences. It's South America, though, isn't it? It's absolutely, it's insane over there. Absolutely insane. Kieran B, what age is Kieran B? Because he says I have a vague memory. Kieran B must be twenty, if he has a vague memory. Probably twenty, because it's about, it's no, no, it's twenty five years ago now. So thirty, um. Let us know because well, I'm not from Kieran B. He's a, he's a different he's he's a different generation to a lot of people that are in here. So I'll try to remember that. Um, Red Steve says hi Laura. Forgot this was on. Been looking for football in the world and it didn't show up. Well, if you hit the bell icon on this, um, you'll find it. But their football in the world continues to rock on, and um, despite it not being the name of this channel, is that breaking me heart? Um, Downtown Abbey says uh, the Barca show sounds great. Can't wait for it. Trust me, when it comes to European football and Shawnee and Keith get it going on a bit of research, they'll find loads and loads of stuff on this. And um, I think Keith is bringing me all the information tomorrow on it or maybe Wednesday for me to sort out and have it ready to prepare and show you on Thursday night. So it should be a cracker. Um, Let me see. Let me see. Oh, here's a good one. Uh, who says it? Bonker says, I think it was in 2018, referee Tony... Sh Chapron has been banned after he kicked out a nonce defender Diego Carlos before sending him off wow wow oh didn't know about that I'll have to check that out um, Bejan says tour time lucky gaff um, don't know what that means um, Gary Mack asks a random question um, I'm, here's a question for all of you before we finish how's the Santa shopping gone gaff the Santa shopping has come and gone um, it's the 6th or 7th of December it's come and gone um, but um, yeah it was easy enough this year it was easy enough you know of kids at an age where one of them's kind of too young not too young to know what's going on but doesn't really ask for that um, and one is at an age where they're, they're starting to hit technology and everything 
gets smaller and smaller and more expensive. But that's how it's going. Um, let me see. Let me see. Arsenal hit the post. According to Avo. Um, Kevo Sullivan says, make sure your phone settings have YouTube notifications on and you'll never miss the show. That's a great point. And Kieran B comes back. He says, um, Kieran B letting us know what age he is. He says, I'm late 30s, Gav. I was a bit late in supporting Liverpool compared to others. I was 10 or 11. All right, cool. So you're around my age, late 30s. So that's cool. At least I know. At least I know um, where I have to go when I'm talking to you now. Because I, I thought you were a bit younger than that. But obviously, if you're 10 or 11, yeah, that's cool. Um, it was around 92 when you started supporting Liverpool. So, yeah, that's that's absolutely cool. Um, I've asked Santa for a day trippers. Um, you don't want any of us near you, David Lennon. Um, let's be on. Uh, Kev O'Sullivan's almost done. He's one more to buy for. Um, a day trippers t-shirt. Um, yeah, we can sort that out. Um, let me see. Uh, Fernando Chies, back to number 10s before you go. Okay. Um, Alfredo De Stefano didn't see enough of him. Um, so a couple of clips look decent. Johan Cruyff, what a player! Yeah, Johan Cruyff was just a superb footballer, an absolutely superb footballer. And um, you know, passed away a couple of years ago, sadly. But when you watch clips of, of Cruyff, he was he was very, very, very good. And um, Dan Bailey says Crimbo shopping was like the tree up and done by late November. Proud of you, my man. Um, I'm not mad about the Christmas trees going up. At like the day after Halloween but that's people's choice what can you do 27 watching 20 likes um, so don't forget to hit that like button on your way out I'm going to leg it if that's alright with everybody um, this show is back on Thursday and listen the comment section below this is very important right? very important if you're watching on YouTube um, and the video finishes go into the comment section let us know what you thought of the show and let us know what you'd like to see us talk about on this show in particular on a Monday night you know, this topic, that topic, it could be, um, you know, best haircuts in football, um, best gold celebrations. It could be anything at all. Leave them there. We're on Twitter, at ManOnFootyShow. Go in there, send us a message in there, or just tweet at us in there, and we'll get it, okay? If you're listening on the audio download, you can do that on Twitter as well. You can go in and give us suggestions. But please go and give a review. Um, it's very important. Even if you're watching on YouTube now and you, have, you listen to podcasts, you know, subscribe to this go in leave us a review it's very important and you know we might give we might give a prize away in the next couple of weeks when we hit x amount of um reviews on podcast apps and we'll actually just take a list of people that leave reviews and we'll we'll do a draw or something like that how does that sound um yeah i'm gonna go that has been your man on football show for this evening um, as I said, we're back on Thursday and the collapse of Barcelona. So that should be an absolute cracker. Thursday at 10 o'clock. Don't forget to like. Don't forget to subscribe. Do not forget to hit the bell icon. It's very important too. Um, if you're doing nothing, the LFC Day Trippers are live in 10 minutes with the forum. Four cracking topics, four cracking lads on there as well tonight. It's going to be good. That is it. Talk to you in a bit. Over now. Podcast Network.